BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet $10 on an MLB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Would you rather have wireless on the most reliable network nationwide or unlimited with 5G for $30 a month per line? You don't have to choose with Xfinity Mobile. Wireless so good it keeps one-upping itself. Most reliable based on Root's Metric U.S. report. Results vary, not an endorsement. $30 per month per line when you get four lines. The following program is powered by Urban Junction Entertainment. The Central Coast of California is a world-class destination and an even more distinctive place to call home. Celebrating 20 years of service, Kim Benedetto has been helping buyers and sellers find their dream home while maximizing their investment in this special destination. When you work with Kim, it's all about you, your dreams, your priorities, your investment, and your dream home. Kim Benedetto Fine Estates, serving Pebble Beach, Carmel, and the Monterey Peninsula. Discover more at KimNegotiatesHomes.com. California license number 01278679. Hi, I'm Stephanie, and I want to thank you for listening to the Let's Chat and Jam podcast. Tap into the episode featuring myself, now available. What's going on, everybody? MC Andrew Love back on your screen and your speakers one more time. And welcome to another edition of Let's Chat and Jam. In this episode, I speak to a brother out of Lake Charles, Louisiana. His name, Stallion Bayonne. This brother is multi-talented. Can do pretty much anything he wants to do in the studio. Check out this interview we did right now. What's going on, everybody? MC Andrew Love back on your screen and your speakers one more time with another edition of Let's Chat and Jam. In this episode, I'm speaking to a brother out of Lake Charles, Louisiana. Yes, three hours outside of New Orleans, in case you was wondering. But this brother here is so eclectic. I'm talking about he raps, he sings, and he produces, makes his own beats. This brother here is artistic and creative. I can't wait for you to meet him, folks. So without further ado, let me bring in Stellion Bayonne. Hello, hello. What up, Drew? Drew, please. It's a pleasure to have me, brother. Pleasure, pleasure. Oh, pleasure is all mine, dude. Yo, listening to your music, it's like, wow, it's a vibe, dude. You have your own sound. That's amazing, man. Just how creative you are, especially when it comes to your tracks. That's, yo, just, oh, dude, it's so, it's dope, man. You're freaking dope. I appreciate it, brother. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so, so how you been, man? What you been up to? Uh, working, uh, raising my little, uh, one and a half year old little boy, Jackson. Um, 
and music, man. Um, I've just been working on a lot of songs, getting ready to release my first project. Uh, it's been a lot of stuff that backed it up. About uh, like your favorite song, No Mercy, I'm getting ready to release that on all platforms coming up this month. We had a lot of ducks to get in a row, so that's going to be the first thing off my project, followed by Soul Cry. Uh, with me not I also in verses and I got a lot of songs I write with other people but uh I live and eat breathe music brother I, when I'm at work when I'm cleaning up morning y'all that's all I think about is music a new beat or a new hook I'm like I'm constantly I got six songs in the head at all times I was thinking about that too man when I first got into the music I mean that's how every time I turn around the song no mercy pops in my head no mercy wow. no mercy Yo, style young. They know what style we on. No mercy. Oh my God. Every time I turn around, I'm like, I gotta go listen to that song. So, like when I'm doing the dishes or something in the morning, yes, I'm playing No Mercy. I'm playing Hear Me Roar like a Ooh. lion. Yeah. Those songs are like some of my favorite Stallion songs because they embody a feeling, a feeling, if you will. They embody that. And you are able to bring that across on the microphone, how you're feeling at the moment when you're recording those lyrics. I hear that in your stuff. You're very talented, bro. And that, it takes a certain type of artist to be able to come across. See, people can learn how to sing. They right. can learn how to rap. You can learn this stuff. But what nothing, nobody can teach you how to emote. Yes. Like, really project what you, and you're right, because um, I, I, all I do is nerd myself out. I like, a, I watch a lot of unsung, one of my favorite artists of all time, James Brown and Michael Jackson and Prince and Stevie Wonder. And you hear Stevie Wonder singing all soft and his email, like, you're not that you know, like, like, that was, like, that's him at the end, you know? And I always loved that part of any song when I was growing up to hear Luke, uh, Freddie Jackson, uh, ooh, like do runs. And I, I told somebody, if you notice all the great singers that came before us, even for a rap, all the great singers, they had that weirdness, like James Brown. <laughs> and I could just, you felt it. And James Brown wasn't the best singer, but his performance, his, the way he embodied the energy, the energy he brought on stage. And Mike, that was Mike's hero. You know that? Like, and like I grew up listening to that, so when I used to hear people like Mystical, hey, y'all already know, like no Mystical, come on, you just like he changes, <laughs> like it can have like like no limit. He used to put out like four records a, a month, our albums, and they will all have a soldier song, and like they might have like eight people on a soldier song. When Mystical come on, y'all already know what to get. He be like, like, and it be still the same. And it was the same thing with Mike. When Mike would be with the Jacks, you know, front on, front And when Mike come on, it's like Tito get a little funky on that guitar. And Mike, you know what I knew you. And like Mike just, and like this, though, no, you can hit a horn some more. Like, and that's what I love about music. And those are the people that always stood out to me. It's like when they start, they put something on, and when you hear him perform on the record, and when you see him perform on stage, it's the same energy. James Brown, Prince, and Mike, and Mystical, and Buster Rhymes, and those are the people, and DMX. That's that's the kind of people that made me just love rap. Like, growing, I, I love Kid and playing stuff like that, but like, and Ice Cube. But Ice Cube's also another one. He, when Ice Cube was rapping when he was being political, or he was talking about Easy and him, you felt what he was saying, you yes, know? Definitely. Tupac. You felt what Tupac was saying, whether he was talking about women in the calling them bees or the, the government or his mama. You felt 
every word he said. And a lot of times, like people be saying, I'll pull up a shoot you in the face, and it's like, okay, I don't, I don't feel it. No. Yeah. You probably will. Look, they probably will still shoot you, but some people could say things and like, dude, like, what did he just say? And Eminem has that. Like Eminem will say something like, "What did you just say? Yeah, suffocate you with a what? And a, choke you with a what? Like you, because you're not even thinking. Like I ain't thinking, but I was just saying I was going to shoot him. And he said he's going to strangle me with an extension card that he stole from Home Depot. And you know, it's a thought process that goes in it, and the same energy. And I look for that in artists. I don't look for them to sound like me. I don't look for them to be good as me. I got it. I gotta love it. I, when I hear it, I gotta be like, gotta make me want to. You know what I'm saying? I can't fake it. And I noticed how you are. I watch a lot of your interviews where you just read the music, you listen to it, and I can tell you not like, oh, I love this song, and it's not generic. I can hear it. I can hear it in your voice, the passion you have for music. And oftentimes, like, I tell somebody what I think about their song in a comment just on Loom. Oh, I love this song. I love it. I like the way you did this and this part, and I, I'm going to break it down. I'm meticulous like you are. I just can't say I love it. What do you love about it? Oh, it's nice. It's a good beat. Did you like the violins in it? Did you like the cello? What did you like? Oh, I just, I just like it. Okay, well, well let's let's hey, let's talk about that for a quick second. Somebody okay. sent me a song today on Instagram in my DMs. Send me two songs because I said, hey, well, send me your music. Let me hear what you got. I heard the music and I wasn't impressed. And I told her that much. I said, you know, here's some issues with the song. It needs to be reworked because if it hurts my ears, if it hurts my ears. I know it hurt your ears. So why right. would you release that stuff? Why would you give that to the public to hear, to listen to, if it's not good product? It's like selling bad weed, man. Don't do that to me. Don't right. do that. If you're going to sell me bud, it better be good bud, man. That strong bud. Don't sell me oregano. <laughs> and that's yeah. what I'm saying about music, man. Don't give me music that's not good. Oh, but uh, just to uh, add on what you said, um, what I noticed just being on Loom, Loom is like the best listening party. You can find a bunch of artists, but as you said, it's too easy now. Back in the day when you wanted to be a singer or rapper, you had to find somebody that recorded. You had to work your little job, you know, pay your little bill. And you had a studio and this dude said, hey, the dude Drew Love is going to uh, record you two weeks from now. And you can't wait to that day. But see, now everybody's recording and they don't have an older brother or a person that was a DJ or a block, you know, any predecessors, so they download this stuff and they try to make it sound like this person. So they have nobody be like, hey, huh? That don't sound good. It don't sound good? Oh, it don't? So what happens is, you got thousands of people and nobody's like, hey, hey, that, that shit don't sound good. I'm sorry, I mean to cuss, but, and like me, it's certain songs I put on there in parentheses, unmixed and unmastered. I, I'm just feeling this song right now. I know it's not unmixed and mastered, but I'm gonna make sure the levels are good enough for you to enjoy. Some people don't... Some people are tone deaf and then they slap auto tune on it or some of these programs and it really sounds just horrible. And and just not just that, you know, mixing, you got to mix for certain tones cut through the track. And if and I'm not an engineer, but I, I've been doing this a long time. Certain people you can hear like dudes like your your verse is getting the whoop by this beat. And then you got the bass too high. Like, you know, and like, man, they hate. No, I can't even understand what you're saying. And it's almost like we used to go perform. If you go perform somewhere where no one knows you, man, they was hating. No, they don't know your songs, Drew. You know, when I used to have to go perform back in the day, I luckily I used to freestyle rock the crowd. They ain't feeling the songs. Hey, cut the beat and I'll get a freestyle and I'll start, you know, I can pick out the crowd. But 
You can't say people hate you if you don't have a song recently on the radio. Nobody knows you. You go to Versa Neighborhood, they don't know you. Or you go to S or Turtle Boy, and then you come to the South, and the South, we welcome anybody. But, you know, New York is the birthplace of hip-hop. They don't just welcome anything, you know. West Coast. Yeah, I'm in the central New York area, which in my area, they don't support people here too much, man. Oh, oh. This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey there, this is singer-songwriter Castella. Thanks so much for listening to the Let's Chat and Jam podcast. Tap into the episode featuring me. It's now available. When did you realize you had a passion for music? Oh, uh, I would say around four. I started out dancing. I always liked to dance. And four is rapping and singing goes. I always would be singing little songs like I hear a song on the radio and I always get make up something off the top of the head. Even as a kid, I didn't know what freestyling was. I just always can make up a song, you know, and or make up a real song. I just be singing something and then stop. And around seven to eight, me and my cousin, Nathan, had the little jangle box, you know, in the 80s. One side could record and one side of play. And we would just be in the back beating on stuff and just saying random stuff. And I always could keep going. I always could keep going. And like he was like, bro, you how you keep doing? I don't know, you know. And we and then you get to school, we used to beat on the tables at lunch, you know. And I always could freestyle. And I just always love words. I always love reading. So I was able to put words together. And I love rapping. And I love hip-hop. It's hip-hop was steady becoming a thing. So I just loved it. It's just, it's just something. I don't know how you could not love it. You, you like to dance, right? You like to go to, you know, back in our day, we went to dances and danced with girls. Or we had dance competitions. So I'm out there pop-locking, break-dancing. The girls like it. So you want to be a guy like a rock on a mic at a party. So it was just everything about it just was overwhelmingly just dope. Like, I had to do vibes. Yeah. Definitely, man. Who are your greatest influences? Um, I'll I put it like this. Greatest influence, my oldest brother, DJ Midas. You got to check his up. Midas says poetry. He's our poet. He was the first guy I ever just looked up to my whole life. Uh, Bruce Lee, Tupac, James Brown. Okay. Well, damn. Bruce Lee. Why Bruce Lee, though? Um, I suffered from gun trauma as a kid. And Bruce Lee was a philosopher. Like, people know him from the action movies, but I know you know. He was so ahead of his time with the things he would say. And he said, be like water. And, you know, when I was a kid, you know, I was like, what? And he, he, he broke it down in the movie. Uh, I forgot what movie it was, but uh, he broke it down. Be like water. He told you, like, water can crash through rock. You know, it can, it can wash away stuff. You can put it inside a glass, but it's still water. You know? And I took that as watching James Brown, watching Mike. These people can make... A, a hard dude back in the 80s with the can't go on. He wanted to break dance. When Mike came out, everybody had the Thriller jacket. You know what I'm saying? And I'm saying that to say music and people like them, they was able to influence. Look right now. Michael Jackson is the highest selling artist of all time. Uh, Bruce Lee is the godfather of MMA. That man died. You know what I'm saying? He died in the 70s. And those people, they have an influence. Like Tupac. People say Tupac's not lyrical, but Tupac was all about the lyrics. Tupac wasn't a metaphorical person. Yeah, Tupac was the greatest lyricist, one of the greatest lyricists I've ever heard. So I don't agree with that statement that he wasn't lyrical. Yeah, but 
you know, you have people saying that, man, I, I, I like lyrical people. I said, you got a community, you got personifications, you got people that rap with adjective expressions or I'm hot like a dan and that. Like you could do that all day, but that's called wordplay. Tupac was going to give it to you. Hey, this is why they call you bitch. You screw every day who got a fancy car. You, you got a skirt on so tight, you got to put it on every five minutes. Then it come back, hey, dear mama, I love you. I know you was a crackhead, but hey, I still love you. You still my queen. He made the world look at their mama in a different light. Tupac did that. Yeah, you did. You're right about that. Because ain't nobody Tupac, was talking about keep your head up. Right. Tupac yeah. made the world look at their mother in a different light. He made everybody hold their mama in a different color. Damn, I ain't realized mama working these two jobs. He's the reason why I got sneakers on. He's the reason why the lights on. Mama ain't never here because mama worked two jobs. Like, he made you realize, okay, yeah, she might be a crackhead or mama, blah, 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 but everyone has flaws. And that's what I, and I'm saying that Tupac, James Brown served time in jail and ended up looking, coming out of jail and look what he became. You know what I'm saying? At a young, like, he, he showed you, like, yeah, I came from this. Tupac was a backup dancer, a guy that's really a thespian that fell into being a background dancer because he never thought about being a rapper. Tupac was an actor. And end up being a great one of the greatest rappers the world has ever known. Sometimes your path is what it is. Like Bruce Lee, they didn't want him to teach the Western people. You know, they, they got mad. You know, we're not gonna get in that conspiracy. But those are my influences because they broke the mold and they paved their own way. And from now, everybody is like a, a, a or <laughs> it's part of their tree. Everybody. How many people try to sound like Mike? I'm everybody. 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 I hear a lot of new artists that are coming out that have that high pitch. High, high pitch voice with that vibrato. Look at uh, the weekend. The weekend said Michael Jackson was his yep. uh, the reasoning by why he got as high as he got as far as his music. And I remember Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was a perfectionist, always in the studio, always working on better ways he could perfect his craft. He was never satisfied with himself. He was always trying to better himself on his next project. Right. Michael Jackson always said that the music is already written in the heavens. All you got to do is reach out and grab one. So if you don't grab your song at that moment in time, somebody else is going to grab it. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and just to add on to what you're saying, like the doo-wop song, I did, when I hear a beat, I transcend into that time. Like when you heard that doo-wop song, Lord is Love, whatever, boom, I wasn't born in that era, but when I hear it, I, I see the temptation. And like when you're, 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 Lord. that's what I hear. I hear the doo-wop. Like, I don't hear nothing else but what it is. And like, so whenever you, whenever you had a chance to listen to a lot of my music, I know you've got a lot of people to listen to. Like, damn, stay, do anything with this voice. It's because I, I don't see no wrong in trying. Now, if it sounds like crap, but you're never going to know it sounds like crap if you don't try. I can't say, oh, I can't do that. I know you ever tried it. And if it sounds like crap to you, yeah, don't put it out. But if you can sit there and play with it a little while, I'm like, wait a minute. No, no, no. I know. There's something better. There's something better. And that's what you do. You go to, you, you, you play with your scales, you play with your vocal cords. But if you're afraid to do that, how can you say you're giving your best? You have to fail at something, you know. That, that's just my take. I apologize. You, 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 know, you got a great point, man. You got to try it because... Ain't nothing but, ain't y'all going to be the failure but a try. That's what I end the show on every week or every day is nothing beats a failure but a try. So if how do you know that people are not going to like it? Just because you sound different doesn't make it sound terrible. What makes it a song terrible is if you didn't take the time to listen to the pitch right. or, the, or, the, or the notes. 
Because there's certain notes that you put them together, it really hurts the human ear. <laughs> yeah. When you're not in the studio creating music, what do you do? Uh, I love to play with my little boy. Uh, Ras, I FaceTime my daughter because she doesn't live there. She lives in Baton Rouge with her mother. Um, spend time with a girl. Um, it, it's crazy. Like uh, I watch a lot of unsung. I, I I write a lot. Not just music. I just I do a lot of writing. Um, but I love to read. I love to read. I love the fun. But I, I'm I'm really fascinated. I love watching how the all the old musicians how they came up and learn about the industry, the shady deals, the things that still take place now. But I love to see. What a lot of the artists that came way, way before me, the things they had to persevere through, man, you know, and it's, it's unfortunate to see sometimes like a lot of them when it, when they pass their state, the, the record labels in charge of it because they didn't fill out a will and, you know, stuff like Sam Cooke and when Marvin Gaye passed. This is like I, I really like going into the annals of old music and just seeing like the origins. Who was a, you know, so. That's really my main thing. I like to do watch a lot of uh, documentaries on old singers. Um, you know, just to, just to really learn. Like you never knew what these people came from. You know, you know, that's really my passion. Like some people like watching sports stuff like that, but like I really like going. Like some of them might watch old NBA games or something. I do that from time to time. Like to watch the '80s uh, Bad Boys go against the Bulls. I'll do stuff like that. But I really like learning what a lot of these singers went through that a lot of, that a lot of these people don't appreciate. Like they think we old heads, we're hating, but they were like, man, bro, it's like, you are, <laughs> why are you not appreciating this, these millions of dollars when these people right here was getting jack leg around and their song was doing super numbers. They all in Europe, you know, like the new edition movie. Did you see that? Yes, I did. Wasn't that hard I've seen them? that thing three times. <laughs> Wasn't it hard for them to be way in Paris or whatever to come back? And that man bring him a check for a dollar eighty-five a piece, man. I remember so, that. And they're like, well, "Why so cheap?" Well, um, well, here's the situation: you have recoups. <laughs> I, I, and I was like, "Studio time." I'm like, "Bro," and when I watched, I was like, "Wow, bro, come on now, let me make that make sense, bro." I didn't know that these guys were broke, living in the projects, singing "Cool It Now." Right. These, these young brothers should been living in mansions. And, and that's and, and that's why I like watching those movies, like the documentaries when they're doing, because I didn't know Tony Braxton was broke due to the deal she had. We watched the Tony Braxton movie when it was on Lifetime. Our TLC was broke. They bought them some Ralphs, and us we up there. Oh, they creep, and we don't know they broke. We don't know as many hot singles that they had at their first album, or how um, Waterfalls did. That that was like the highest selling album, or whatever, for a female group ever, and they were broke. Yeah, it's crazy, man. They call those the 360 tips. Yeah. Hey, what's good, y'all? It's your man, LC the Joker here. Hey, thank you for tuning in to the Let's Chat and Jam podcast. Make sure y'all check out the latest episode featuring myself. It's available now. But uh, let's talk about that song, Good With The Bad, that you can only find on Loom, people. So why don't you go tap in to Loom.fm. You can find Stallion Bayonne. All you got to do is type in his name. S-T-A-L-L-I-O-N-E-B-A-Y-O-N-N-E. And he'll pop right up. Can you talk about Good With The Bad and, and lead us into it? Uh, good With The Bad, um, it just, we all been experiencing a lot of good with the um, stuff with the bad. And sometimes some of us can't take the bad. You know, it overwhelms them, it depresses us. We all get depressed. Some people are manic depressant, blah, blah, blah. Um, But a lot of us can't get past, like we were on top and they fall. Some people never get back up. Those are the vagrant people. Those are the homeless people. Those are the people they 
they can't see no light at the end of the darkness. And oftentimes in life, you got to be like, okay, I'm down now. Once I get back to working, yo, yada, 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 yada. And that's what the song's about. It's really about saying, okay, quit hanging around the people that's telling you you ain't going to make it. Quit hanging around the people. And I say a part in the verse, if the people around you can't hold you down, how can they have your back? And it's something Snoop said, you can't take everybody in the hood, which one you make. Everybody wasn't meant to eat steak and lobster every night. Some people meet in Hamburg. They only can afford a hamburger mentally. They only can, they don't know what it's like to get a lobster and you got to butter it up so it ain't rubbery. They don't know not to, you know, to overly indulge in certain things. So good with the bad is really like, okay, yeah, you at McDonald's right now, but you're an immense talent in hell. You might be good at building computer domains. You might be good at song. You might really have an idea to start a new way to um for people to absorb cologne through their skin without spraying it. Like everybody has this brain fart in their head. But they will keep worrying about money. Money and talent don't equate. You can get money from talent, but you have to put that talent on the forefront. But you have to have some push behind you. Sometimes the people around you are not going to push you because they're afraid you're going to leave them. So good with the bad is really just talk about if you want it, you got to make it happen. No matter where you at, if you want to be this or that, you got to make it happen because your wife loves you. But she might not want you to get no bigger than just doing a podcast. I'm not. I'm just speaking like that. Figure this speaking. And some people around you, they cool with you rapping and doing a little show at a club here. But when you, man, you don't know nobody no more, dude. I just can't do the same little hole in the wall every week. I, I'm, I'm trying to give my mama about this little house we're staying in. I, I got to go do some other shows. I, can you take me? Well, man, I ain't got no car. Okay, well, I need, to, I need to get somebody that got a car that can take me to these shows because these people are paying me, but I got to get to the show. So good with the bad is really about that. I don't want to over talk it, but. It's just really about if you want something to happen, you got to be the first person to make it happen. You can't wait on no anyone else to do it and then complain because it didn't happen. So, you know. I can take the vibes, man. I can take the vibes. It's, if you want to do something right, folks, you got to do it yourself, man. You can't wait on the next person because you're just going to be let down. Right. So in order for you to get shit together or get stuff accomplished, you got to do it on your own. And sometimes you can't even ask for help. Sometimes you just got to go and wing it sometimes. But if you do have somebody that's a friend of yours, say, hey, MC, that's not how you do it. Sometimes it's good to listen to people that have been there, done that. Well, without further ado, folks, I'm going to play this snippet, Go With The Bad by Stallion Bayonne. Yo, this Stadion Bayon, y'all. Rapper extraordinaire. Woo, you want to hit the rest of that, you know what you got to do. You got to go over there to loom.fm, or you can download those apps to your iPhone and your Android. And as I said, type in Stellion Bayon, he'll pop right up. And he's got a lot of music over there. So you'll spend hours jamming to the vibes. Can you tell us some of your experiences you've had since you've been creating music? Uh, you meet a lot of fascinating people. Um, it's kind of hard. Um, yeah, well, I, I, I'll tell you the positive. Uh, you get you get a lot of acclaim, a lot of people. I, I used to battle, so it's nothing like seeing somebody you thought was dope and they tell you dope. There's nothing like it. Um, like somebody just like you doing your podcast, and let's say you were inspired by this person, and you finally meet this person, like, dude, 
I love your story. Don't be making me like, like it's nothing like it. Like feeling, wow, dude, you inspired me. You telling me I'm dope. Like, I, you know, so um, it's, I, it's no feeling like meeting like a hero or somebody that inspired you and something in, in one of your aspirations. And um, you meet so many characters along the way. You know, some people are serious. Some people you can't take serious. But you, that's part of the experience. You're going to meet some some people that are meant to be in your life. Some people that they enrich you with knowledge. That, you know, you they were just there to give you that experience. They wasn't there to be there forever. So, um just doing music so long, doing a talent shows, doing the shows, like always knew that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to, I wanted to word him in music. It was never about me. Everybody look at me. It's just like, it's like you cut a song on you're like, okay, you like the beat, you know? And I started singing and rapping. They're like, that, that's all I, you know what I'm saying? That it does nothing like that. Somebody's jamming to something you did. It's like, if you cook something and you cook for a big old banquet to your, your son's wedding and they were like, you can see people say, y'all got some of this? Man, y'all get some of this. There's nothing like it. You're like, oh my God, they, they digging it. They, 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 they can taste the peppers in it. They, they can, you know, they can taste, you know, so <laughs> um, I'm getting excited to think about it, but there's nothing like hearing somebody or seeing somebody like we're in the digital age now where people text, but the first time you press play on something and you ain't got to tell them it's you and you can see people, man, who that is? You know, you don't even have to say anything. Okay. Do you have any advice for the youngins that want to do what you're doing? Uh, well, not to be the dead horse, but the, the thing about it is they need to find their own voice first. No matter who they like to listen to, they need to cut a beat on and rap to it. And not worry about trying to impress the dude sitting next to him because a girl's standing there. Just close, close your eyes if you got to and be like, ink pen, stink pen, living in the, you know. And what's going to happen is you're not going to mess up, so you're going to get better at putting words together. And you're going to learn your voice. You're going to know that you go, and I, and I, and you're going to learn your tones right now. Because if you're young, your voice ain't crack yet, perhaps. But that's my biggest thing I would say, man, because it's hard to just about to be original in this era, so we're not going to go on a negative note. But they have to know, like, you have to find your voice first. There's nothing wrong being inspired by Tupac, uh, the Amigos, Designer, Future, but you shouldn't sound like them. That's not the same thing as... When you when you aspire by somebody, like I'm aspire by Muhammad Ali, but I ain't going to boxing. Oh, I'm the greatest of all time. I could talk like him. I don't mean I could fight like him. Like Tyson had one of the worst speech impediments in the world. He'll knock you on your ass. So, you know, <laughs> and I, I would say actually love it or have a love for it. Don't, don't just do it because everyone's doing it. Now, a lot of people fell into music or rapping because everyone was doing it, but everybody don't have an affinity for it. And what happens is everybody rapping but you don't hear that much passion. And you're a person, you're a connoisseur. You listen to a lot of it, and of course, you like being positive, but I listen to a lot of it, and I'm like, yeah, it's like you just try to finish that verse out. Like, it doesn't sound like you was trying to teach me anything. I didn't hear, you didn't try to press me with bars. Let's say you're just doing bars, so at least give a shit about it. And that's a part of my friends, but at least care about, just if you're doing eight bars, make us care to listen to those eight bars. And you ain't got to be the most lyrical. You ain't got to try to rap fast and do a bunch of... But and them eight balls or them 16 balls make somebody be like, okay, okay. He wrote, look, at least ride the beat. Like, don't let this beat eclipse you and you're not talking about anything. And like I said, you can't please everybody. Like I said, you smoke weed. I can't smoke weed in the plant at random. So I don't make a weed song. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not fake. I didn't smoke weed before, but 
on my job, they're random. They do, they, they do have follicles. You know what I'm saying? So Ooh, like, they're going to find out if you did it or not. Right. So I, I would say the one thing I would say, be be original and honest with yourself when you make music. And I, I know that's hard for people because we're, we're in the land of followers. But if you really love this beat, show show my ears you love this beat. If the beat got 12 things going on, elements in it, I need to hear you on, on key with one of the some. I need to hear you on point. And whatever you're talking about, if the hook's talking about peanut butter and vanilla wafers, the version that we talking about shooting somebody in the face. Like, you know, take me there. Like, and like I said, everybody's not a storyteller. I get it. Some people have strong points, but I would tell any youngster, no matter who they like listening to, that don't mean they're supposed to sound like you inspired by them. You don't have to, don't emulate them. Cause if you do that, then you're no different than the other people. Nobody's going to tell you apart. That'd be my main thing. Baby, it's a new Jack. Y'all, Y'all be knowing, knowing who that. that. What's up? This is basic black. And right now you're tuning into Let's Chat and Jam. Damn. You got a point, man. I'm digging the vibes. Do you have a process when it comes to creating music? Uh, Honestly, I'll be saying I'm going to send you emails. The first thing I do to a beat once I get home, I cut it on and I freestyle through the whole beat. Whether it's an R&B song. If, if I get a beat and I really like it, first thing I do is freestyle through it the whole way through. Like my verse to No Mercy, that was a whole freestyle, that whole verse. It was longer than that because I freestyled the whole beat before I sent it to um, Versus and Nada. But that's like that song you just heard, Good With The Bad, that was a freestyle and I come back because I've been doing it so long. If I get up there and try to write, I can write now. I, I got like write, yo, yo, oh, I can write something dope. But when the beat come on and I'm rapping, I'm not thinking about trying to beat up because I don't write some bars when it's time to write. I want to capture the right energy. At the beat making me do this right here, I don't want to stop and try to be like, yo, I'm hard and the nada. that beat ain't calling for that. The beat is flowing, you know what I'm saying? Boom, 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 boom. It's funky, it's smooth. So flowing in sun and money. So if I freestyle to it first, I can't say the beat lost me. Now the words are easy because I was always good with words. But I got to catch the beat first. I got to freestyle through it first so I can really catch the true essence of how I feel about the beat. I don't know, You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, I dig what you're saying. I definitely I got to freestyle first. I'm digging the vibes. I, I, I give it all my energy when I freestyle. Do you have any burning desires? I want to be around to raise my kids. That's my truest desire. I want to be around to raise my kids, man. Um, it's world is music and something I'm a, I do naturally. I do that with breathing. But I, I got, like I said, I got a son. He's at one and a half. I got a daughter that's 12. I want to be around. I got a 24-year-old son. I just want to be able to see my kids grow. I want to meet my grandkids. I want to be able to get my daughter away at her wedding. Because, like, I can't say I want to do music. I do music. We're in a digital age. I can always put songs out. So we're past that. Record deals are not a thing of the past, and so to speak. You can distribute your own music. Um, raise my kids, man. Honestly, like that's that's my number one thing. Because it's like I had money. I worked a job that pays real good money. So money's never been my uh, in life. Uh, I say number money's like number six. You need it. You got to pay for stuff. I got it, but that's never been. Even when I was young, I never was like I can't wait to get rich. <laughs> it, it it doesn't make me feel better. It makes me feel better when you can tell your kids, your grandkids, hey, y'all, you want that candy? Go ahead and get it. Ain't nothing like telling your kids they can get something or your wife get something. You ain't got to look in your wallet and be like, why you bought that confidence? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's the first. So that feels good to have a fiduciary understanding. But uh, I, I would say my main thing, um, watch your kids grow. Now, before I had kids, you know, the world knows that I'm a great artist, but I'm a better writer now. But once you have me, I always wanted kids. So once you, for me, being around to watch my children grow is my biggest burning desire. 
You That's know? really cool, man. I can respect you as a man for being there for your kids, man. That's really dope because a lot of guys, man, not all guys, just some guys, they have kids and then they just bounce out. They're not there. And why would you not want to be there for your son, especially your son? You want him to be better than you. So you right. and you want your daughters to find a man that's better than you. So why right. not teach your kids, especially your daughters, how a man's supposed to treat a woman? Right. Yeah, my father was one of those guys that he wasn't a good role model. I wanted to say thank you for coming to the show, man. No problem. You're you're a really dope artist, man. But more importantly, you're a dope person, man. I'm telling you, folks, you got to tap in to Stelion Bayonne. He's it's, it's only a matter of time before the world takes notice of his musical skills. It's only a matter of time because he has his own sound. And that's what's so cool about you is you don't you, you can't compare you to anyone else. Not even DMX. Yes, you have a deep voice like DMX, a, a guttural growl, but your style is different. Just the way you approach a song and a subject. It's not the same as DMX. Though I like DMX, and I can say that you guys can comparable. You are comparable, but right. you're not the same. And, and so that's what, that's what makes it so dope for me. And since you've come here for the first time, you have now become part of the Let's Chat and Jam fan, which wow. means you don't have to wait for me to hit you up and say, can you come to my show? Nah, you can tap into my DMs and say, I got a new song coming out. I want to promote it on your show. And I'm going to look at my calendar. I'm going to say, Dill, you're in the show. Let's go. That's how easy it is to be on my show. I'm telling you something. America in the world, it is I, MC Andrew Love. You got to tap in to this brother right here. Because this dude has got skills. And his music will make you think. And he's got music for everybody. I'm talking about if you're a man and you're talking about loving your woman, well, he's got a song for you. And if right. you're a woman who's sick and tired of your man's BS, well, yeah, he's got a song for you. And if you're a brother trying to be gangster, well, yeah, he's got a song for you. Talion Bayonne has a song for everybody, man, woman, or even child. And of course, you could be an artist looking for beats. Stelion Bayonne got you there, too. This brother here caters to everybody in the entertainment, in the music business. Doesn't matter who you are, what you do, or where you come from, you can all enjoy a Stallion Bayon song because his music is the shiznit. That's what it is. Period. Appreciate that, brother. Really appreciate yes. that. Can you tell the folks where they can find you? Well, uh, right now you can find me, Stallion Bayon, on Loom. And uh, coming this August, I'll be releasing my first project called Spud Life. Um, my first single offer will be No Mercy, featuring my brothers I Am Versus and my brother Hunada. Also, you can find on Loom two super, super dope, musically and multi-talented, versatile brothers. And um, we have a follow-up single by Social Injustice called Soul Cry, about the poverty-stricken brown and black folks that, you know, that to persevere and do it to all the things that's going on um, in this wicked climate we're in. And that'll be my second single. But as of right now, you can check me out on Loom and also check Brother uh, Who Not Out, he got a song out of a single coming out called Virus. And my brother versus the king of TikTok. So we, we about to hit y'all with a head and all three and all three angles. Yeah, are you on TikTok yet? I'm on it, but I haven't um I just really been uh focusing on trying to get this project together. But uh versus already got it warmed up for me. He's 
He's killing it over there. Yes, he is. And you know who's killing it? His daughter. She's killing it too. Oh yeah, she's doing. Yeah, she's uh, she's uh, touring with the um, Travis Barker thing, right? She's a singer with him. Yes, that's amazing what Tra N Nessa is doing, man. Proud of that girl. And yeah, I'm proud too. Yeah, so thank you for thank you for coming through, man. I do appreciate the time. I really do. You could have been anywhere else in the world. But you came here to hang out with me, MC Andrew Love, on Let's Chat and Jam, and I do appreciate that, my brother, everything. So please stay safe out there in Lake Charles, will you? Please stay safe. You too, my brother. Well, thank you very much. And everybody else, y'all stay safe. And just remember, if you have a dream, go for your dream, because only you can stop it. And nothing, and I mean nothing, beats a failure but a try. Peace out, folks. Hey, this is MC Andrew Love, and I want to thank you for tapping in to Let's Chat and Jam. We enjoy speaking to all these independent artists, but for without people listening like you, it would not be possible. Thank you for listening.